Welcome to What God Can Do For You. Today we want to talk about a good subject, that is how to avoid misery. <laughs> a lot of people live in misery. Uh, they get miserable because they violate God's principles. One of the things we need to understand in life is we've got to do what God wants us to do. That's right. And so many people violate the principle of doing God's will and they want to do their own will, fulfill themselves, have mm -hmm. their own desires, and they get miserable. Exactly. And then and they wonder why. And they think, well, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Where's that gone? And it's only gone because God wants them to know they're going wrong. Totally. And what we want to do is share with you the truth because the Bible says, in the volume of the book, it is written of me, I come to do thy will, O God. It's not coming to do what I want, it's doing what he wants me to do. And it's so important. Mm. Very uh, important. And that's where people go all wrong. And your sermon the other Sunday was just tremendous in explaining exactly what that was about. It was. <laughs> and the other thing about it was to say, hey, uh, when you come to a place where you've come to true repentance, you've tasted the good powers of the world to come, and you've experienced the reality of Jesus Christ, you can't get renewed again to repentance. Mm. There's no way to do that. The only thing that can happen with someone who leaves the benefit of what he'd received mm. is he's got to come to himself. Jesus said the prodigal son went off into a far country. When he came to himself, he suddenly said, hey, what am I doing here? I'm crazy, yeah. And I want to suggest to some of you who are watching, you know, you need to wake up. You need to say, hey, if my Christianity is not working, if the things in my life aren't working, if the joy of the Lord's not my strength, if I don't find the reality of that life and joy, I need to wonder where I'm living. Mm. It's probably in a pig pen. <laughs> and I need to get back to, to Father's, Father's house, house yes. and do the right things. Yeah. Um, it's so, so simple for some people to go wrong and then justify themselves and blame God for the deal. Mm -hmm. That's right. And they always end up accusing God. Well, you know, I can't understand why God hasn't done it. I can't understand why this doesn't work. Well, it doesn't work because you're living in the wrong place. Mm. And we were dealing with this very subject uh, recently, and it was a sermon in the church, and I want to cut there right now and go and listen to the sermon. Let's, let's join the service as it's going on. You know, in life, what you are and what you become comes out of how you think. Get wrong thoughts, wrong attitudes. It'll destroy your life. And the enemy of our soul knows that. He spends his time working away on your mind. If he can just get your mind to think wrong, 
whether it's in Christian things, in worldly things, if he can just get your mind functioning wrong, he'll alienate you from God. An alienation is something that comes to everyone. And when someone's mind is wrong, trying to fish them back and get them back to thinking right and thinking straight, very difficult. Because the human mind wants to defend itself. When you've got a thought, you want to defend what's wrong. Because what you are is what you think. And so people struggle because when you challenge the thought, you challenge the person. The very person is challenged. You're not challenging just an idea. You're challenging the very makeup of the person. For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. It's what he is. So when you begin to bring truth, what you're hitting at is the very person himself. And that is where rebellion comes from. Because people feel under attack. They feel under attack because you're hitting at the very person. And the Holy Ghost comes to pull down the strongholds of Satan, which are in the mind, in the reasonings and imaginations. But why would anyone hold a false reason, a false imagination, but for the very fact that that's what he is? That's what you are. What you think is what you are. And when you've got the wrong things, everything's wrong. And so then when someone comes with correction, you see it as a personal attack. Well, it is. But it isn't. What it is, is a challenge to what you are. And the word of God is a challenge to what you are. God intends transformation. You must be born again. You must be transformed. You've got to have the spirit of your mind, the attitude of your mind renewed. People don't want that. What they want is to live and be what they are. Frightened of losing their identity. But if you're so wrong and so far off from God, you need someone to shake you up. Someone to say, hey, it's not that way. You imagine, as you think, that's what you are. You know, you're govern your life's governed by your thinking. You realize that. And, and when a lie gets inside you, your, your whole mind, and, and you know, the devil seeks to break down relationships. That's his skill. He causes schism. That's his gift. Lying. And, and when you start believing a lie, you start living a lie. And then you become a lie.
Christianity is about getting born again, so you come into a new life with truth. If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. But there's a demand of continuation in the word. Total demand. God demands it. Doesn't ask you. Do you know, God has put principles in the world, and those principles just operate, whether you like it or not. They do. And he says, as you think, that's what you are. I always know when people are getting in bother because they don't come near me for advice. They'll go to someone else because they know they'll get a soft answer from someone else. They won't come near me because they'll get a straight answer. Now, a soft answer is not a good thing. I mean... If you've got a real problem in your life, what you need is a straight answer that's going to sort it out. What you don't need is someone to sympathize with you. There are people who can be very nice. And then there's people like me with a gift for being straight. Call it nasty. You know, I, I, don't, I, I don't see any virtue in, in compromise, do you? Huh? You know, the Church of Jesus Christ isn't there for be full of compromise. It's there to confront. Why is it the mind of man doesn't like it? I'll tell you why. Because as soon as you tell them truth, it attacks them. As a man, what? Thinketh in his heart. So when you actually correct, you're actually attacking the very person. That's how they feel. They don't realize it's God trying to show you that the way you're going is going to destroy you for all eternity. That your thinking is somehow misaligned. It's amazing how the mind wants to defend the indefensible because you feel it'll affect you. And when a preacher gets up to preach, <laughs> people feel under attack. You feel under attack because your mind's wrong. And you know, as you think, that's what you become. And the whole of creation is getting snared by wrong thinking. And when you get wrong thinking in your mind, wrong believing you end up with a wrong life. And you end up even worse with a wrong eternity. Because you're going to face the living God and you're going to be judged according to this book. You're not going to be judged any other way. The touchstone is the word of God. As a man... As a man does what? In his so what you are is what you think.
You know, you can think yourself into hell. You can think yourself into trouble. You can think yourself into a lot of things. But you can't think yourself out of a paper bag. You need God to save you. You need God to birth you from above. You need God. If he doesn't come and meet you, you're in trouble. Christ came and what he did, he cut through everything and he got to people's minds. And what enraged the multitude was everything he said was a personal attack. Because the word of God attacks the ego. Gets inside and it attacks who you are. And that's what makes people defensive. And they run away, oh, you know. And they find that God's against them. They think God's not against them. He's for you. What he's attacking is the thing that will destroy your life. But your mind can't bear the thought of having to face you're wrong. And when Jesus came to earth, he shook up the whole of the establishment, he shook up everyone because every time he went anywhere, he said something that upset him. He did things that upset him. And when he did those things, the thing he was attacking was the very person and thinking of the people. What they were was being challenged right off. And people don't want to be challenged. They'd rather live to go to a Christless eternity with their false ideas and false conceptions and false thoughts rather than face the reality of God's word. And so they build a wall of defense. And they hide. But I'll tell you, the wall of defense exposes them for what they really are. You can see it. Doesn't hide anything. Can't hide. You can't justify sin and ask God to bless it. It's all in the mind. And isn't it wonderful when you get your mind sorted out and you say, hey, what God says, that's the final thing. Hmm? If God says it, I believe it. That's it. Give me your hand, young man. Father, I just curse this affliction. In the name of Jesus, I curse you. I break your power over this body, this life. Lord, let that life flow flow into this being I pray in Jesus name you know he loves you he's a good God Lord Jesus 
quicken every part of his being. Lord, you had ME, didn't you? Did you have ME? Father, in the name of Jesus, I curse this lying thing. You foul, filthy spirit, you get off this woman. From this day, you go from this being. I command all the oppressions to lift off this body and off this mind. In the name of Jesus, I command life, 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 life. Lord, loose us. You came a long way. What did you come for? Father, I just pray, Lord, rebuke the devourer. Lord Jesus, Lord, break the power of the enemy. You came to destroy his works. I pray you'll just destroy his works in this life. Lord, set her free. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. That was great. It was, and it was wonderful to have those miracles too at the end of the service. Well, to see there were so many miracles that day and different people who had come in, um, we shared with them. And I want to tell you, if you're sitting at home, you know, a miracle's not far away. Jesus Christ is a wonderful Savior, a glorious Lord, and he can meet your needs. It doesn't matter where you are, if you're living in a far country, as I said earlier, you're living in the wrong place, not your father's house, it's time to wake up. It's time to say, hey, I want to do what God wants me to do. Mm. When we live according to our own desires, our own wants, and we fulfill them, and we just live carelessly, we get miserable. Mm. We end up wasting what we've received from God. Yeah. We don't witness, we don't challenge, we're not a living witness to his power and his grace. And Jesus Christ wants us to be witnesses of his life, his power, his grace. Mm. And we need to be in his will. We're created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God before ordained that we should walk in. And we have to go God's way. It's mm. not an option of choosing how I want to live. No, and he's got it all mapped out for us. And he, he won't choose things, you know, like you have to wear a horsehair shirt or something like that, so it's horrible. God's our loving Heavenly Father, so he'll have a wonderful life mapped out for us that will be so fulfilling and so um, exciting. It won't be something that's dull and boring and, uh, you know, as so, though, uh, oh, I've been there, done that, and. I got the t-shirt. No, it's an exciting life in, in Christ. It is. And we've been all around the world sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ in many nations. And it's a thrill to see what God does. Mm. And, and it's so wonderful. Yeah. We don't have to live with the bondage and the unreality of living contrary to God. We can live according to his purpose. Yeah. Mm. And all things work together for good. Everything works together for good. That's what makes it so wonderful. When you have the delight 
of everything working together for good. And you know that God controls all of creation. Mm. All of creation is upheld by the power of his word. He who created everything upholds it and he gets it all to work together for our benefit. We're mm. children of God, yeah. sons of God. Exactly. And everything's working out according to his purposes. Hey, it's a great salvation. It's wonderful. And I'd never change it for anything. I love being a Christian. And you can't change it. No. <laughs> he did it. And that's fantastic too. I've always dreaded that passage from Hebrews, thinking, oh, you can't be renewed again to repentance. But you explained it so wonderfully. It's not got any kind of bash in it. Oh, no, no, no. no. It means it something completely means, different. Yeah, you can't be born again again. That's right. <laughs> you're born again once and you're a child of God. That's what's so wonderful. Yes. And I was so pleased you explained that. That's what a prodigal son did. Jesus yes. explained it so well. Yeah. Prodigal son went into the far country. Hey, he didn't lose his sonship. Father was looking for him. Yeah. When he came back, he came back, got the best robe, ring on his finger, shoes on his feet. Fatted calf was killed and they all belonged to his brother who hadn't gone anywhere. <laughs> That's what's so wonderful. I love that story. I love the truth of grace, the gift of grace, the gift of life. I love to think of how gracious God is. Mm. He really loves you. He cares for you. He's not an angry God. He's not a vicious God. He's a good God. Mm. And you know, we wrote the book, It's So Easy. Mm. And it's so, so easy to live it. And you can pick up the phone right now. Someone's waiting to take your call. Hey, this book will explain what grace really is. It'll change your life forever. And that was what we were talking about. And also, if you want the DVD of that sermon, you can ring up right now and get a copy, a DVD or a video of it. It'll change your life and you can share it with others. Let them see what God can do for you. And join us next time on our program. We'd love to see you. God bless you. Yeah.